Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Nick Sainert. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Enrique Alvarez Cleary. If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Before we get back into the Husker football discussion, Nebraska women's basketball wins their first wins, wins their first game of the season over Maine, one hundred eight to fifty, powerhouse Maine, a fifty eight point win for Nebraska women's basketball. Um, I, I was able to watch the first three quarters of it, and what was noticeable right out of the jump is that they really like Isabel Bourne and, and um. Bella Cravens. They were just feeding her. Is- Isabel Bourne was a- active early and often. Um, she shot 7 of 10 from the field, had 17 points. She led the team with 17 points in only 16 minutes. She shot 7 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from deep. Um, Ashley Scoggin, 2 of 2 from deep, scored 12 points in 23 minutes. Bella Cravens led the way with f- with 8 rebounds. Um, Allison Widener from Hastings St. Cecilia. The the standout um, had some had a, had a good game as well. I'm trying to find her stats here. Um, Widener nine points in her first game, four of six from the field. Got to play in 16 minutes. One thing about um, Amy Williams' squad this year, and you guys will be able to realize it pretty quick, is th- they're going to be able to play how Coach Williams wants to play. It's going to be a lot of strong defense, and then being able to find good looks from deep as well. Um, they have a lot of depth. Michael Caton. A friend of the station was not even able to play today because of some uh, a light ankle injury that she suffered. So she was unavailable today, but they still rolled over Maine, one hundred eight to fifty. Uh, I believe they play Prairie View A and M here on Thursday. Thursday, seven p.m. Yes, so Prairie View A and M comes to town on Thursday at seven, and uh, once again, Nebraska women's basketball beats Maine, one hundred eight to fifty. Then tonight. We'll touch on this in a, l- a little bit. Very efficient, man. They they yeah. hit 61% of their sh- their field goals, 53% from three, eight for mm-hmm. eight of 15 from three-point land. They out re- out-rebounded Maine 43-20. to 20 Yeah. And uh, had 26 assists. That's a, that's a lot of assists. Yeah, Alexis Markowski, the Pius grad, um, Nebraska Gatorade Player of the Year last year, uh, top 50 recruit, I believe, had eight points in her debut, two of nine from the field, four of four from the free throw line. Seven boards. Yes. In 15 minutes, so 
Um, good, good uh, depth on this Husker women's basketball Excited. team this season. Husker men's play tonight, 7 p.m. against Western Illinois. Uh, that's going to be even more exciting to kind of see how how they shoot the ball tonight. I think that's the obviously rebounding is going to be an issue, but with that being said, I'm not concerned because the staff knows that rebounding is going to be an issue. So what they need to do in response is play Fred Hoiberg's offense, which is fast and space out the floor. Guards are going to have to help out rebounding, obviously, mm-hmm. and and see you know as long as they don't go in the, which is the twelve, be, which as long as they don't go in the twelve minute shooting droughts, you'll be just fine. It's going to be hard to to run a you know not half court offense, run a fast break offense if the guards are going to have to help out on the boards. Mm-hmm. You're going to have like one person leak out, and you're going to have to see what happens there. But uh, if you make your shots, you don't really have to worry about rebounding. If you steal, if you steal yeah. the ball, if you block shots, you know you don't really have to worry about you know, having to box somebody out and grab the board. So just play solid defense, make your shots, and, and rebounding won't be an issue. Back to Husker football here, 464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line. Both of those are open for you the rest of the show, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Rico's monitoring that thing over there. Yeah, come on, say I, something. I want to put your comment on the on the stream. I want to um, get to a text here from Gus that we got just prior to the break. He says, we need an offensive coordinator that does not – doesn't, is in all caps, have the quarterback draw and have a play for a 180-pound running back between the tackles in their playbook. This is kind of where I wanted to go with this conversation, Rico, because I was talking to you a little bit about it during the break. In terms of the whole offensive coordinator that doesn't have a quarterback draw, the the thought right now is that Nebraska is going to head into the portal for their next quarterback. Mm-hmm. At least whether or not he's the starter, whether or not he's he's on he's second string, whether or not he's third string, they're going to have to go into the portal. Quick question. Yes. Do they still go into the portal if Adrian comes back? Yes. I okay. think they should. Okay. I I think they should. I don't should. have anything it, else it, to add on it that. May, it may be tougher for them to find a guy. Mm-hmm. If Adrian's coming back, might have to sit for a well, year. Well, no, no, it's he... it's more of him saying, "Well, how am I supposed to come in here and and how do I expect to get a fair chance mm-hmm. when you've given him the 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 job all four years?" Mm-hmm. That's that's what their thought would be in in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That no, that makes sense. Unless the OC has more of a say, and and the guy that they bring in is better yeah. than Adrian Martinez, and and he takes a job from him. But it's, I exactly, you I don't, to, you I don't need know. To, if, you need to have a fair competition. Yeah, you can't just have it. You know. He has been the star for four years, but you can't just have it. All right, this is his job. You have to take it from him. It just needs to be an yeah. open competition. Um, and I love Adrian, but you know, I, I think it's I, time. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they go into the portal if he decides to stay. Granted, I don't think but he stays. We're, we're talking about changing everything. Yes, and a and fresh start. Nebraska on needs, the offensive end. Yes, on the offensive side, and I think that's where you have to start. You guys know I'm, I'm a big Adrian fan, despite his. Poor performance at Purdue and everything. His many struggles. Yes, his many struggles through his four years. Um, I still think he gives Nebraska the best chance to win. Yes. Now, if you would have asked me that, um, how I would feel in year four after Logan Smothers has been here two years, and I would say Adrian still gives him the best chance to win when he's throwing four interceptions in one game, I would say no. I would say I feel conf- confident in where Logan Smothers would be two years here. However... Now the quarterback's coach is wrong, or gone, the offensive coordinator's gone, and they weren't confident in Logan Smothers yet. So that tells me about how yeah. they developed Logan Smothers. You would feel more confident if you were able to see Logan Smothers more. Whether that be yeah. in whether that be in blowouts or or when Adrian was struggling in a game and they got him in a game. 
So this is kind of where I was wanting to go with this. I we're going to be able to find out what kind of offense this is going to be by seeing who they get in the portal. Because you hope, Rico, and we can talk about this a little bit, you hope that the offensive coordinator gets a majority of the say. Obviously, this, Scott Frost is going to have to write off on it yeah, and, and be on board with it. As, you know, but you that's should. another thing that we just talked about the last segment is trust. Is is being okay handing off part of the reins, mm-hmm. and we've talked we talked about it last year about him needing to take a little bit of a, a step back. Mm-hmm. Trev Alberts talked about it right after he got here at Big Ten Media Days. That's what you need to do even more now. Mm-hmm. Is you need to take you need to trust your offensive coordinator to do his job. Less of me and so and so offensive coordinator are calling the plays, and more of this person is calling the plays. I provide input. Yes, exactly, and you're going to find out what kind of offense they're planning to run or are going to try to run based on the quarterback based they, on who they go after whether that's a transfer portal or they find a late addition on the recruiting cycle because it seems like transfer portal is yeah. the way they're going to go because right now on the on the roster you have Adrian Martinez and Logan Smothers who are more athletic quarterbacks who are quarterbacks so obviously they have arms and and you know maybe uh, a they do little, have arms a little bit people of a, people forget that people Quarter, forget quarterbacks pe- have arms quarterbacks have arms um <laughs> maybe maybe some accuracy issues yes. i guess we'll go with that that's that's the wordage i'm going to use there um and then you have heinrich harburg on the roster right now and richard torres committed to nebraska obviously not signed mm-hmm. uh quite yet um and those two are bigger quarterbacks with stronger arms who are athletic but not athletic to the level of Logan Smothers and Adrian Martinez. So if they go out and they bring in somebody who is, you know, matches one of those two styles or is completely different, as you said, that's how we'll get some sort of idea of an offense that they might want to run. It's it's going to be interesting. We're going to be able to find out how they uh, how they're planning to attack this thing. No, Matt B., that's not happening. He says Spencer Rattler may be in the portal after the season. That's not happening. I do not want Spencer Rattler. I'm sorry. I I don't want Spencer Rattler. Let's get to a couple more of your texts. 464-5685, the starter Heyman text line, the Honda Lincoln hotline. Um, here's, here's one. Am I the only one who is annoyed that staff changes are going to be discussed for months? Shouldn't we be talking about other things heading into year five? Why is this acceptable, and why are so many people cool with this? Here's my response to that is everything that happened yesterday – is kind of a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Nothing has changed in the first three and a half years, despite them going through a couple staff changes, whether that's getting rid of, of Walters or a couple Walters. years ago. Now it's getting rid of Matt Lubick and the rest of the guys on the offensive staff, despite Sean Beckton. This is just a whole It's a completely, complete overhaul. So here is what I'm thinking is this is the last chance. This is, this is all you have. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and once again, this is where Scott Frost needs to be willing to adapt. And I have more faith because we have that conversation of knowing, or of Scott Frost knowing and realizing that his seat's pretty warm. <laughs> and, and everything I mean, that happened kind of yesterday, he, he yeah. gets the message. Yeah, you would think that he would have realized his seat was pretty warm after year two. But yeah, no, I get you. And so I do not think, I feel like yesterday gave this program and this fan base there, I'll say it, despite them being three and six right now, 
three and seven right now. Excuse yes. me, three and seven. It gave this fan base a little bit of a, a fresh air. I mean, people were clamoring for change. You got change. Maybe it wasn't the Maybe, yeah. for some people wasn't the change that they wanted. No, but, but again, yeah. you have to think these are people's jobs. These are people's livelihoods. So you can't be. I don't want people celebrating people losing their jobs. You know, you can be excited that the 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 football program might have a different look, but I don't I don't want to celebrate anybody losing their job. No, no, I, I do think it's important though. Um, that we we under I, I'm curious about the defense also. Do you think there's going to be changes there? Not changes. I'm more curious on well, maybe to see if, if people changes. leave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not forced. I'm changes, curious to see but... how the the roster looks on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. This this is going to be a very I interesting offseason. See, we're totally we're totally different. I don't like the defensive side of the ball. I don't. I mean, Travis Fisher. I'm, I'm worried about because he's done a fantastic mm-hmm. job, and people have been trying to pry him away from Nebraska and Scott Frost for for the entire years that he's been here. So I'm kind of worried about that. I hope he stays. But on the defensive side of things, I don't think anybody goes anywhere. And even mm-hmm. if, well, even when there is turnover on the roster, I believe that these coaches have done a good enough job of instilling a defensive culture and a defensive mindset uh, within this roster that despite the changes, they will still be fine and everything will be hunky-dory, possibly even improve next year because, they again, they've improved every single year that they've been here. Um, I'm I'm just completely fixated on the offense not even on the not even on the the coaches that they hire but just on the changes that happen with the personnel like the offensive line is it is it still the same or do mm-hmm. they or do they switch it up where maybe they don't have the massive human being tackles and they go with a, a smaller look offensive line with guys that are just more road graders mm-hmm. or or a little bit faster or a little bit lighter on their feet uh, the running back room you know you're getting Gabe Irvin back you know that's a that's fantastic because he he can do a little bit of everything but well you know do you do you go and 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 get more big body backs like a marquee step, or do you go and look for you know some pass catchers or some guys who you can flex out into a into a slot, kind of like that duck R position they were talking about, the receiver room. Oh no, the duck R. Yeah, the duck R. People forget that used to be a thing. I don't know if it still is. De'Anthony Thomas. It's a, <laughs> it's just like De'Anthony Thomas was at Oregon. The husk R position, whatever we're <laughs> calling it nowadays. Um, at the the receipt like the tight ends, it's not changing. I'm fine with that. You know, Austin Allen might leave, but you've got Vokalek, you've got Fedoni. Um, you've got, uh, um, I'm spacing on his name from Creighton Prep last year. Oh, uh, AJ Rollins. AJ Rollins. Um, you know, you, you've got bodies there. Uh, the wide receivers, who leaves, who comes back. I know Samari Toure is gone. Mm -hmm. Omar Manning could come back. Uh, do you lose anybody there to the transfer portal? Um, do you go out and get taller receivers? Do you get smaller, shorter, faster receivers like they were doing the first couple of years? You know, I'm just I'm excited about the change in the offense and what we're going to see um, roster wise. You know, the coaches obviously I, I I I'm excited about that, but I'm more excited roster wise the the changes in 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 who they bring in to run the new offense that hopefully uh, comes about next season. Yeah. So my thought of that on that text of we're going to be talking about staff changes for the next five months. I think we need, I think I'm relieved that we're going to be able to talk about staff changes for the next five months because it would be more worrisome for me and more alarming in my eyes. If there was nothing, if there were no changes that, that actually, yeah, 
Yeah. So I'm relieved that there were changes. Now, with that being said, you may be, oh, it wasn't the change that I wanted it to be. It wasn't getting rid of Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. Well, it's better than nothing. That's that's my whole thought right here. We, you heard Trev Alberts talk on Sports Nightly last night. You know how, how he wants it to work more because he's a Husker. And, and whatever your thoughts were on that, it is what it is. Scott Frost got more, gets more time. It is what it is. But that's where this year it needs to happen where he is ad, adap, adapting to what is coming in. He needs to surround himself with good people. This is his last opportunity. And Trev's made that very clear, that this is the last opportunity. So this is where we find up, find out if Scott Frost truly wants it to work here and truly wants himself to be the coach here. He's lived a lot of places. That he has. Does he want to stay in Lincoln a little bit longer? That's where we find out this offseason, by who he surrounds himself with, who is around the program, and how do they develop the players that they have? Who do they bring in? And how do they develop those guys that they bring in? And how willing are they to let their that that me over we mentality switch to a we over me? That that's what needs to change. And and it needs to change this season. And Trev's made that very clear. Let's take a break. We'll get you ready for Husker basketball and the college basketball slate tonight, next on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.